Welcome to Encourage the Believer. Our goal is to share truth and strengthen the body of Christ. Here's Brother Tim Bell to share our encouragement for today. Hello and welcome to Encourage the Believer. It's a podcast that we are hoping will encourage your heart and anyone that listens to it can apply what is being brought to them through the uh, Word of God, and we pray that uh, it does just that. I trust that you're having a wonderful day today. Um, We are going to talk about something that I believe today that um, every one of us at one point in time have faced, and uh, that is uh, the word fear. Uh, And so we're going to uh, look into the scriptures today with that title of fear. And before we do, I just want to say once again, thank you to all of you who are uh, following our podcast and sharing it with uh, your friends. And um, I'm getting good feedback from that. And I trust that uh, you continue to do that, share it with your your, uh, friends and allow them to know uh, how they can get a hold of Encourage the Believer uh, through uh, Spotify, iHeart, and all the different links that uh, my son Gabriel has put up there on our TPB Ministries page. So um, thank you so much for doing that. I want to talk to you today about fear. Um, it's a subject that I believe that we're all familiar with. Uh, it's grown up with us and in some way uh, and in some of us, it's it's very strong, and in others, it's it's not so much of a problem. Um, in some of us, it is very active, and in others, it lies uh, dormant, like a like a cancer waiting to strike at the right moment. But America, for years, fought with it. Some on a local scale, some on a national scale, and many things on a worldwide scale. Um, It can take the strongest of men and make them the weakest of human beings. It can cause the most confident of uh, to become uh, very insecure. It can cause a man to of purpose to um, to have no direction or 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 vision. This word fear occurs 400 times in 385 verses in in the Bible, from Genesis. Chapter 9 and verse 2 to Revelation 19, verse 5, it is mentioned. Not in all those verses is it used in the context that we're, that we're going to be talking about uh, right now. But uh, the fact is that, that it has many uses, um, but the way we use it, or should I say that the way it uses us, is a sin. Say what? Brother Bell, well, I want to I want to share this with you and give you this thought. I want to speak to you today on the subject of fear, and you know, you might be listening and say, "Well, uh, Tim, I, I'm I'm not afraid of anything. Nothing frightens me. Nothing, nothing scares me." And you're probably the one that needs to hear this. Every person on this planet has dealt with this emotion, and it has dominated the hearts of men and women down through the centuries. And you may say, well, prove it, Tim. You know, you're, you're, 
you're a preacher to the choir, prove it, I'm, I'm past that. And like I said, okay, I'm glad you feel that way, but let's look at some things. Genesis chapter 3, verse 10 says this, And he said, I heard the voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked and I hid myself. Genesis 18, 15, Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. Genesis 32, 7, Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. Exodus 15, 14, The people shall hear and be afraid. 2 Samuel 22, 5, When the waves of death compassed me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. Job 3.25, for the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Job uh, chapter 9, verse 28, I am afraid of my, all of my sorrows. I know that thou wilt not hold me innocent. Isaiah 33.14, the sinners of Zion are afraid. Fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell in the, with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? Matthew 14, 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Now, I read just now, just from a few verses from Genesis to Matthew, of some great people and situations that God used, but they all admitted to their fear. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, these, these people that think that they're not afraid of anything. Let me give you some of these quotes. Men are moved by two levers only, fear and self-interest. Napoleon. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Fear defeats more people than any other one thing in the world. Francis Bacon said this, It is a miserable state of mind to have few things to desire and many things to fear. Woodrow T. Wilson says, Fear God and you need not fear anyone else. The battlefield over our subject is our minds. My father used to always say, the battle is first won or lost in your mind. Now, there is a fear that we should have, one that honors and reverences God as a holy God. Um, but I want us to, to notice four things real quick that fear can do to you and I. First, I want us to see, and we're going to use that word, the word fear as an acrostic. The F is for Forgetting the promises of God. When our minds are filled with fear, we forget what the Lord God of heaven has promised us. Isaiah 43, 1. But now thus saith the Lord that created me, uh, that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. We are his. When we have accepted Christ as our personal Savior, we are his children. And not before that, we're not all his creation, or all his children, we're his creation. 
Isaiah 44, 8, fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? Ye are my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is, there is no God. I know not any. Romans chapter 8, verse 15, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Isn't that wonderful? How quickly we forget what God has given us, people. I mean, he tells us not to fear constantly. And why? He calls us by name. He knows us personally. He formed us. He knows us from the top of our heads to the sole of our very feet. He's given us a promise of ownership, of becoming heirs to the throne, eternal life, comfort, peace that passes all understanding. I mean, Galatians says in th uh, chapter uh, 3, verse 29, And if ye be Christ, then, ye are, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Ephesians 3, uh, 6 says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. First John chapter two, verse 25. And this is the promise that he hath promised us even eternal life. Hey, folks, we forget when we accept the spirit of fear, we forget, we forget the promises of God. Now, I, I haven't read our main verse yet because I, I, I want to leave that to the end. But we forget these things. Let's look at the letter E. It erases the victories of the past. Why is it? I mean, why is it when we give in to fear that we erase from our minds the victories that God has given us in, in our past? The children of Israel did it. Elijah did it. David did it. Peter did it. Question, have you done it? Have you forgotten what the scripture says? Psalms 98.1 Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 uh, verse uh, beginning in verse 54. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, first John chapter five, verse four. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. You know, the devil doesn't want us to remember what he has done for us. We forget the promises that he continues. And remember, these are promises that from the beginning of time have never been broken. We can't say that. He can't. Promises that are tried and true. But when we accept that spirit of fear, we forget those promises and we it, it, it erases all of the victories that God has given us in our past. 
those days that you overcame that sin, those days that you went through that difficulty, those days that were absolutely miserable for you, that God gave you the strength to be able to get through it. Why? Because you allowed the Holy Spirit to work through his word and you claimed the promises. Let's look at the letter A. It allows doubt to control our minds. And, you know, the word of God gives us instructions in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, on moving the mountains in our lives. It says, Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to, say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall, know, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, I mean, when we read that, <laughs> and I've had people say, sure, Tim, it's a mountain. You know, come back to reality. But what the Lord is trying to teach us there is there is no obstacle that should be able to stand before a confiding faith in God. I mean, we either have the faith that God said it and we believe what he says and, and, and what he's going to do or we don't. There can't be a gray area in that, in that line of thinking. And when we forget about the promises of God, when we, you know, erase all the victories uh, of our of our past in, in, in our walk with the Lord, fear allows doubt to control us in our minds. And I've seen it time after time in people's lives where doubt controls every aspect in their walk. And they're so fearful, they don't know what's going to happen. Oh, do you think God's going to come through? Oh, do you think this is going to... Oh, I don't I don't know. What if, what if, and what if? Hey, listen. God is not a God of what if. God is a God of it is. It is done. It is finished. It will be worth it all. Fear allows doubt to control our mind. Look at the letter R. It removes any trust in the Holy Spirit. I mean, trust uh, can sometimes be uh, a, a you know a hard lesson for us to learn. Um, you, you, have you ever done that? Uh, <laughs> I've seen the, I've seen on Facebook the, you know the the trust fall, and they, you got the people lined up on both sides, and and the guy standing there, and there's one guy behind, and you know you're you're stiff as a board, light as a feather, and and you and you're to just to, uh, just fall backwards and trust that they're going to catch you. I've seen them where they. <laughs> The guy, instead of falling backwards, he falls forward on his face, and everybody just kind of looks at him. 
Uh, I've seen, I have been in situations where there have been some, some people that are rather large and it was very, very hard to keep them, <laughs> keep them out of the floor, but we did it. He trusted us. I remember a camp that I went to that we had the, they, they harnessed us up and we got on the very top of a, it had to be 40, 50 feet high telephone pole. And, you know, we were to jump over to the next telephone pole. And the line that they had was going down to everyone else in your group. And they were going to help you make that jump. And they were going to keep you from, from falling. Trust. That takes trust. This is why, you know, when we're in situations like that, like, you know, we have to take that step of trust. We have to take that, make that decision of trust that we're going to trust the Lord and, 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 and not our own strength. That, again, he brings us unbreakable promises. Psalm 18, 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom will I trust my buckler, the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Same chapter, verse uh, 30, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all of the, those that trust in him. Psalm 20, verse 7, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord, our God. Psalm 25, 2. Oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Psalm 25, verse 20. Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Psalm 56, verse 3. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Psalm 64, 10. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. Psalm 71.1 In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Psalm 71.5 For thou art my hope, O Lord my God. Thou art my trust from my youth. Psalm 73.28 But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all of thy works. The verse that I want us to look at before we leave you here is this. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. It says we're not given that spirit of fear. Here's the question. Why do we allow it to dominate our lives? Why do we allow it to distort our, uh, distort our outlook? Why do we allow it to dictate our walk with Christ? He has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Complete opposites of fear. F, we forget the promises of God. E, it erases the victories of the past. A, it allows doubt to control the mind. And R, it removes any trust in the Holy Spirit.
fear. The Bible tells me in Isaiah chapter 41, verses 10 through 13, Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all that they that were insist against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. And they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. You know, our verse tells us that he, God, has not given us a spirit of fear. So why then does it plague the hearts and minds of so many of God's people? I'm going to leave you with this familiar verse that has a great promise. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we all know it. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy paths. When we trust in the Lord with every ounce of our being and we do not rely on humanistic thinking and whatever we do in our everyday lives, we can acknowledge him and he will give us the direction for our lives. So folks, don't let fear dictate your walk with the Lord today or for that matter, the rest of your life. I trust you have a wonderful day and this has been an encouragement to you. Remember to encourage the believer and it does the body good. God bless. Thanks for joining us on Encourage the Believer. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow the podcast and share with your friends. See you next time.